I'm Coney. I'm Gail. And this is Everything But The Kitchen Sink, Kingdom Hearts Part 2. We're pretty much Point just going to jump straight into it. Put, shut up. Over 358. 1.5. This is Rechain Kingdom Hearts 1.5. I hate you. <laughs> We're just going to jump into this. Let's go. Organization 13 is a cult. It is a fucking cult. Um, Sounds right. Where cult. everybody in it is a nobody, uh, which means they don't have a heart. But that's actually bullshit, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> and they think their mission is to open up Kingdom Hearts so all of them can regain hearts again. So it's like, it's actually kind of a noble-ish mission. It's like a selfish one, but you know what I mean. Um, it's not that they want to destroy the world. But... It turns out Zemnis, who I said Zemnis. Say that again. Zemnis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, who I who leads the organization, who is Terra Nort's nobody, which for the record, Kingdom Hearts One happens because of Terra Nort's uh, heartless. Um, should I go to that first? I should go to that first. You should really go into that first. Okay. That's the first I've heard of that. Kingdom Hearts One happens. Um, Terranort loses his heart because of the whole coup d'etat, or however you say it, on Ansem the Wise, and everybody turns into nobodies at Radiant Garden. Radiant... Were you trying to say coup de gras? Coup de gras. Thank you. Gras. Gras. Uh, Radiant you Garden... You said gara. I'm sorry. This isn't the Naruto episode. Radiant Garden... I'm ignoring you. Radiant Garden is Hollow Bastion. Um... Radiant Garden winds up falling into darkness, I want to say. Um, that is where Kyrie came from. Radiant Garden. Going back a couple of steps. You mentioned Aqua doesn't want people, like, she didn't want the kids to have Keyblades because she didn't want them to be tormented like her, Ventus, and Terra were. Right. Terra, during his story in Birth by Sleep, does this thing with Riku where he basically gives him the right to use a key played later on in life. Like, he passes it on to him. All Riku has to do is touch uh, Terra's Keyblade, and done. He now is going to have in possession of a Keyblade, so long as his heart's willing and strong enough, okay? Um, Aqua meets Kairi. Uh, she also meets Riku and Sora, and at one point she tells Sora that, like, no matter what happens to Riku, you keep Riku safe. As his best friend. Doesn't matter if he goes into darkness. You watch his back. Which, also, just gonna say, Aqua, you wanted to keep these kids safe. Maybe telling them, sacrifice yourself for your friend. Okay, to was be entirely a little too fair, strong. she didn't quite say sacrifice them. I'm fairly certain she more so meant, like, stay by their side. Maybe. Never give up. Um, either way, I think it was a little too strong a message, Aqua. Um, she was going through some things. She's... She, Girl's she can't do anything wrong. She needs a hug. So, in Radiant Garden, Aqua meets Kyrie. Uh, they get a- attacked by Umburst. During that, accidentally, uh, Kyrie winds up touching Aqua's Keyblade. It's never really brought up, but you see it blatantly. It happens. She touches a Keyblade. I don't think Aqua really noticed, necessarily. No, I believe it's confirmed that she did not notice. So... Kyrie having a Keyblade by the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 is because she touched, uh, touched Aqua's Keyblade. Mm. So, after all the events of Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts happens. Riku uh, gets his Keyblade, technically, 
um, when Destiny Islands is getting taken over. But he is so dead set on leaving with his friends and everything um, that his he's like he gets taken over by darkness, um, and the Keyblade's not cool with that. Sora is nearby and touches Riku when the darkness is overtaking him, and, like, Riku's like, take my hand, let's go together. Um, but the light inside of Riku reacts and basically protects Sora from falling into darkness with him. Um, and the Keyblade is a son of a bitch and is like, I'm just gonna go down a list until I find <laughs> someone worthy. They literally say that and like, dream drop distance, I'm pretty sure. Um, but... Sora was next up on the list for next uh, for most worthy to have the Keyblade. And because he was the most convenient, the Keyblade chose him. Sora runs to the secret place in Kingdom Hearts 1 on Destiny Islands, where he finds Kyrie by the door of darkness, and she's, like, all fucking, like, drugged out, and she's like, Sora! It's because she's lost her heart by that point, and that's not actually really Kyrie. That's just her heart. Um... So her heart takes refuge inside of Sora, like Ventus did. And during Kingdom Hearts 1, Sora has, like, these weird, like, moments where he sees Kyrie, or, like, he sees Hollow Bastion, and he's like, huh, that's weird, it's kind of familiar. That's actually Kyrie's heart reaching out to him. Not Ventus or anything like that, and not him mm-hmm. just going crazy. Um, so the whole game, he's trying to find Kyrie and save her, yada, yada, yada. Um... And there's a villain named Ansem. Ansem is actually not named Ansem. It is Xehanort, uh, but it's Terranort. Um, Terranort's Heartless, who took on the identity of Ansem, because why the fuck not? Um, you know, that explains why Ansem is, why Ansem is, is handsome. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ansem, Ansem. Um, Ansem, as I'm just going to call him for now, uh, possesses Riku to make him also a vessel like uh, Terra was. Because, as I'll mention later on, he needs a lot of fucking bodies. Um, So that's his whole game. Um, You defeat Ansem, the worlds are going back to normal, Uh, you get separated from Riku and Kairi, Chain of Memories will happen next. Going back to Organization 13, they think that they're trying to get their hearts back. Um, what really is happening is Xemnas is actually using uh, Organization 13 as a, um, a body collection fucking crew. Uh, he needs 13 vessels mm-hmm. um, in order to try to start the Keyblade Wars again. Because there's a prophecy that or it was no the keyblade when it shattered in union cross shattered into 20 pieces 13 of darkness seven of light seven of light so he's trying to recreate the keyblade again by making 13 of darkness which is 13 hymns and then seven of light um and the seven of light thing is going to just work itself out if he's just causing conflict basically mm. um so organization then- 13 yes but then why does he keep trying to snuff out the light? That's my confusion I don't there. think he's actually trying to. I think it's basically him setting up the, like, the setting. He's really just setting the setting 
to make light happen. Like, does that make sense? Like, yeah. if there's if there's someone trying to snuff out the light, then a hero of light is gonna like be produced. Basically, you get what I mean? Yeah, I could I could see that. Um, so his goal really hasn't ever been to actually stop Sora. Um, but Organization 13 was supposed to be all vessels of, uh, Xehanort. But the problem is, all of them have personalities, and he didn't foresee them actually having personalities and forming <laughs> their own hearts and being difficult to take over. Um, so, Chain of Memories happens because Xemnas tells Organization 13, or a part of Organization 13, go to Castle Oblivion, I need you guys to find something secret. You're going to know what it is when you find it. Basically, he wants to find Ventus, I believe, to mm -hmm. either make him a vessel or I don't know why. Um, but he also, at the same time, talks to um, Aqua's old suit of armor. Some people think it's actually Terra reaching out to her, like within mm -hmm. Terranor, um, within Zemnis. But other people think that it's just him, you know, trying to get in contact with her. Um, to figure out where Ventus Yeah, where Ventus is. Fragmentary Passage happens, and in Fragmentary Passage, uh, it's just Aqua going through the realm of darkness. She meets up with Michael Mouse, um, who leaves her for dead at the very end of the game. Um, and together they, like, Raz, can you get away from the microphone for maybe, like, two No, seconds? because you said Michael Mouse. Um who they get together to help close the door for Riku and Sora for Kingdom Hearts 1. Aqua was supposedly there. Um, she winds up saving Riku's life and some shit without him ever knowing. It's kind of bullshit. Um, a little bit retconny. A little retconny. It's also a little disappointing because there's a scene where she finds out who Sora is from Diz on the beach at the end of Birth by Sleep. But then also, in Kingdom Hearts Fragmentary Passage, which happens around one, that means she should have already known about Sora. It's very confusing. I don't even know where to begin. I want to say that the Realm of Darkness works weird and time is, like, irrelevant, and that's why. That sounds right, honestly. Um, so I want to say that she met him before she met, she actually, like, saw Sora. Um, <clears throat> but anyway... I'm losing my track. Fragmentary Passage happened. Aqua's still in the Realm of Darkness. Um, and around then, Xemnas talks to her through the thing, like, I guess with the armor. And he shows up as Terranoid. And Aqua, for a minute, thinks that it's actually Terra, because he's been showing up to talk to her, too, like his heart. And mm -hmm. she's been communicating with him and telling him, like, what happened. Um, mm -hmm. But Terranor is like, hey, Aqua, where'd you hide Ventus? And she doesn't realize that it's him, that's Xehanort. So she tells him, I'm Castle Oblivion. So that's how he knows to look in Castle Oblivion. But he still doesn't mm -hmm. know the exact location. But Aqua beats herself up over and is like, oh my god, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, in her defense, in her defense, I think I would have done the same thing if I'd been alone for, like, God knows how many years. Yeah. Um, so he sets off the organization to go look for Ventus. 
During that time, Sora shows up. They fuck with his memory. Because I'm pretty sure they're looking to make him a vessel as well. Um, but that doesn't end up working. Axel winds up killing most of, and by most of I mean everyone that was at Castle Oblivion that was part of the organization. Because Marluxia was looking to overthrow Xemnas. Uh, Axel winds up killing everyone at, or, um, at Castle Oblivion. He also winds up freeing Naminé, um, because it's a great scene, because it's just him and Naminé in the room together, and he's like, you know, no one's here to stop you from running away, <laughs> like, security sure is lax around here, and Naminé just gets up and leaves, and he's like, he starts laughing, and he's like, why the fuck am I laughing? It's a really good moment, I love it, because he's like, wait a minute, I'm feeling something. Um, Gosh. So she winds up leaving. She resets everything. She puts Sora to sleep because she's got to fix his memories now that she fucked them all up. Mm-hmm. Um, during that time, Free 58 is happening. Um, Roxas is part of the organization. Uh, he met Shion. Axel's away at Castle Oblivion, and Roxas is like, oh, man, I don't have anyone to eat ice cream with anymore. Oh, hey, Shion, why don't you come eat ice cream with me? Um... He finds out that everyone at uh, Castle Oblivion's dead, thinks Axel's dead for a while. Axel shows back up and is like, nope, I'm cool, what's up, y'all? Um, and the basics of 358 that you need to know is Shion is not real, technically. She is a puppet. She's kind of like a replica, almost. I think she was made by uh, Vexen. Um... Because replicas are a thing in Chain of Memories. I don't want to get into it. Um, but basically, she's Sora's memories of Kyrie That's formed as a nobody. So that's why she looks like Kyrie with black hair. Isn't it to unlock something in Roxas or something like that? I think it's really to have a puppet that'll use the Keyblade and also another Xehanort puppet. He put in a lot of, like, I know that I already said there's 13 members to be, like, Xehanorts, but, like, he made sure there's, like, 50 different people he could choose from. Like, this man didn't fuck around. He's like, I don't care what happens, I have fail-safes. Um. What's a bad guy without their fail-safes? Yeah. Um. But the problem with it is Roxas and her can't exist at the same time because one's going to be a week and she starts basically siphoning, like, Roxas' power. Um, Sora can't wake up because of Shion and Roxas. Uh, all his memories are going into Shion and Roxas, but um, not that it can kind of deal with Roxas for a little longer than she can with Shion. Um Shion winds up running away from the organization because she finds out she's fake um, and uh, decides she's going to try to help set things right. Um, Axel drags her back a couple of times because he's an angry gay. Um, Also, about Shion, you can't see her face because she doesn't have one until she develops one. Basically, everyone sees what they want to see almost like to most of the organization she just has the hood up so you can't see her face at all 
Mm. Um, and it's a really cool thing because during the cutscenes, you see her with the hood up, and then from Roxas's eyes, you see her with the hood down, and everyone thought it was like a glitch, um, but it's not. Um, oh. Yeah, it's cool. Zigbar sees Ventus because he met Ventus before. Um, and um, because of her like developing her own identity, um, I believe everyone else can start seeing her with her hood down like Roxas does. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the game, she winds up having Sora's face for like a cutscene. It's very creepy and unsettling. Um, but she winds up goading Roxas into killing her because it's the only way to kind of really form back with Sora. Uh, because of the fact that she's really not meant to exist, the memory of her gets erased from everybody, so Roxas forgets about her. But he does remember that the organization's very corrupt and that uh, Axel has done some shitty shit. And he goes to decide to set forth, like, set loose all the hearts they've collected for Kingdom Hearts already to fuck over the organization before he leaves. Um, Riku goes to stop Roxas because if Roxas does that, he's going to be killed and then there's no saving Sora, I guess. Mm. Um... But he gets kidnapped, Roxas gets kidnapped, and sent to the Data world for Twilight. So Twilight Town in Kingdom Hearts 2 in the beginning is not the real Twilight Town, it's a Data version. Right. It's a simulation. Because the whole thing that's happening in 3 is to try to get Roxas out of that, possibly. No, because he's, he's already in Sora. I have no idea what Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be, to be honest. I can, get, I can go for that in a second. Um, Recode and everything I feel like is going to be a lot faster to explain, but Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts 2, the beginning is Roxas in the simulation. The nobodies, like the Dusks and Axel, have broken forth and are trying to get him out, trying to bring him back to the organization, because it's a fucking cult. Um, Axel says that if he won't come with him, he's got to kill him, because those are the orders he's under. Um, Roxas winds up joining back with Sora... Um, Sora wakes up from his long year, one year long nap and sets off to go save the worlds from the nobodies and the heartless in Organization 13. He goes, does that whole business because really that's about all that's important in Kingdom Hearts 2. Kills the rest of the organization members, including Xemnas. That's super crucial because, um, Recode, uh, Talks about how there were Jimmy's journals. Um, we're already done with Kingdom Hearts 2. Isn't that fast? Um, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts uh, Recode. Jimmy's journals. The first one that he had for Kingdom Hearts 1 is totally blank because of Chain of Memories. All it says is thank you, nominee. Or thanks, nominee. Um, so they go and dive into the data for his book to figure out who the fuck nominee is and what all these other messages are that are about ending other people's suffering. Um, the gist of it is, uh, Data Sora winds up meeting Data Nomine, and it turns out Nomine knows about, um, you know, about Roxas, Shion, and Axel, and it tells Sora that he's got to save them because they are suffering right now. He's the only one who can finish that. But, on the other hand, there's also Terra, Aqua, and Ventus, and he has to save them as well. So it's basically just Sora finding out that these other people exist that he has to save. 
but that's Data Sora, so regular Sora doesn't know still. Mickey knows, though, because he was there with Data Sora, uh, so he's going to relay the message to him. But the problem is, he knows what that all means, and that means that Sora's got to be a better um, Keyblade wielder than he is now. So he calls up them, him and uh, Riku, and he's like, Yo, guys! You guys gotta come to my castle, and or Yen Sid's castle! We gotta, gotta get you your Mark of Mastery exam! You gotta get certified! Um, so that's what Dream Drop Distance is. My god, I'm almost out of breath. This is exhausting. Um, Dream Drop Distance is a mess. No, it's not a mess. Um, hold on, I need a minute. Oh my god, I'm so exhausted from this. You wouldn't think this would be tiring, but it is. Oh no, I would think it did be tiring. It's trying to, like, I have, like, you know in those in those movies, like the horror movies, where, like, the character, like, has a cork board with, like, red strings attached and photos everywhere? That's my mind right now. just referencing Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Because I know that's what you're actually imagining. Pepe Sylvia. Um, <laughs> that's me right now with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got boxes full of Shion! Oh, um, God. Why hasn't anyone done that yet? Um, oh my God, Dream Drop Distance. What the fuck am I going to say about it? Okay, so Dream Drop Distance starts off with everyone, or most of everyone that was killed in Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 2 waking up in uh, Hollow Bastion which is Radiant Garden. Um, amongst them that wakes up, I'm going to just point out the two that I give a shit and the rest can go fuck themselves, are Zexion, my boy, and Axel. But it's not them. It's their somebodies, the people with hearts. Because it turns out when you kill the nobody and the heartless, that forms uh, the somebody again, which we already knew. Well, no, we didn't. Because if... Kingdom Hearts 1 and Sora getting his heart back from, like, turning into a heartless. It's wild. By the way, I don't think I mentioned, Sora turns into a heartless in Kingdom Hearts 1. That's basic knowledge to me that I just glossed right over it. Everyone should know that. I'm sorry, I'm not saying it actually is basic knowledge. I'm just saying that amongst everything else I've said, that's so fucking simple to me that I'm just like, yep, whatever. Um... Why am I going to waste time talking about it? It just seems like, yep, everyone knows that. It, no one, if you've never played it, why would you know that? I'm going crazy as I talk about this more. You are. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. That's the Kingdom Hearts effect, baby. So glad it's not me. Okay. Yet. So Lee is uh, Axel somebody. He wakes up and he realizes that Syx, uh Isa, as his somebody is called, is not there. Syx and Axel somebodies were best friends and birthed by sleep, um, but over the course of being nobodies, they drifted apart and they're like assholes now to each other. But he realizes Syx isn't there and he's worried because he's like, well, where the fuck is he? Because he definitely died. Um, so he goes to set off and try to find him. Um, so during that, Sora and Riku are in a dream doing their market mastery. It's a different way that they're doing it. It's not the same way that Aqua and Terra did. Um, but their whole purpose is to um, figure out how to unlock somebody's heart. Um, or wake somebody's heart. Um, 
And the whole time, Riku and Sora are separated during the dreams. Um, and it turns out that it's because there's the whole thing called Dream Eaters. Dream Eaters, um, there's Nightmare Dream Eaters and there's regular ones. Nightmare ones obviously give you nightmares. Uh, regular Dream Eaters eat the nightmares like they protect you. Turns out, Raz, are you so invested in Kingdom Hearts that you're whining? <laughs> he wants to know more about Kingdom Hearts. Here, let me tell you more. Uh, it turns out that they're separated because the whole time, Riku has actually been Sora's Dream Eater and has been going through Sora's dreams. Um, so he's keeping him safe. And he has the Dream Eater logo on his clothes and he doesn't ever think about it. Sora, on the other hand, has a big X on him. The big X is actually Xehanort, because Xehanort's been keeping tabs on him this whole time, and has been watching him, um, and marked him as property. Because that's oh. cool. Yeah, literally, they tell him this. Because um, they intercept the whole th uh, Mark and Mastery thing. And it's just a ploy to take over Sora. Um, so... It turns out that Xehanort is also able to time travel. Don't know why, but he is. Uh, so on this particular day, he has gathered together all forms of himself, and they are all meeting up again for uh, the big big news. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. But anyway, young Xehanort's there, and he's fucking with him. Zigbar's there. Everybody's there. It's like Smash Brothers. Everyone's here. Oh, God. So remember how I mentioned somebody's are formed again when the Heartless and the Nobody are killed? Mm-hmm. So Kingdom Hearts 1, uh, Xehanort's uh, Heartless is killed, right? Right. Kingdom Hearts 2, Xemnas, also Xehanort's Nobody, is killed. Mm. What does that mean, Coney? The somebody. Yeah, that means Xehanort's back. <laughs> So, old man Xehanort from Birth by Sleep is reborn, uh, and that's why all of his uh, time travel buddies are meeting up to basically say, hey, what's up? How's it going? And they were hoping to form the Keyblade that day, I want to say. Um, mm. But they're a couple of vessels short, um, so they are trying to take over Sora. Uh, Sora winds up having a whole... Uh, mind break moment because they're showing him Shion, they're showing him Roxas, they're showing him Ventus, they're making him question who he is, how strong he is. Um, they tell him that his heart's a prison for other people. Um, oh, yeah, you. it's really fucked up actually. Like the whole last 20 minutes of the game are really fucked up. Um, and Sora winds up falling to the darkness and falling into a comatose sleep, just like Ventus did. Um, and they're in the big organization room. They've got Sora sitting there, and they're seconds away from putting uh, Xehanort's heart into Sora's body. Um, Riku shows up and is like, tries to save him, fucks up. Um, and in the very nick of time, Lee shows up with his flaming chakrams and like gets the heart away from him. And it's like, hey guys, what's up? I'm alive. How's it going? And then Riku and him have a whole exchange with him being like, Axel! And he's like, no, it's Lee. And then later on they're talking and he's like, Axel! And he's like, I said, oh, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. It's Axel. Uh, <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, they wind up saving Sora and uh, escaping away to Yen Sid's thing. Um, 
Yes, it's tower. It's going to say it. It's a, it's, it's a tower. tower. Um, but Sora is still passed out. Um, so Riku has to go and dive into Sora's heart to save him and like unlock his heart, wake up his heart, whatever. Um, but because, uh, Ventus is in there, Ventus protected Sora by throwing basically like a, his old armor on top of Sora to keep him safe, but it's corrupted because that got corrupted instead of Sora. So Riku has to fight that. He wakes up Sora. He meets a data version of Diz inside of his heart. I never even mentioned Diz. Fuck Diz. He's just Ansem the Wise. Um, who got sent back to the Dark Realm again. Uh, but he meets a data version of Diz inside of uh, Sora's heart, who tells him, hey, I just put myself in here to tell someone that uh, I've got some information. Uh, he He's the only person who can wake up these people that need saving. He's the only one. All right, bye. Um... Riku wakes up, Sora's awake and okay. Uh, Riku's the one who passes his mark of mastery. Because I was going to say, that's what that means. Yeah, he actually did it. Sora does not uh, uh, pass his mark of mastery, just like Terra didn't, um, because he fell to darkness and he didn't wake up anyone. And Sora's like, that's okay, Riku passed, so it's kind of like I passed, which is super sweet. Oh, okay. And makes me want to cry. <laughs> My good God. golden boy. Um, then they're like, hey, what the fuck? Lee's here. And Lee's like, yeah, I'm alive and well, and I actually came here because I wanted to train to get us Keyblade. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna, and he actually tells Riku, like, oh, whatever, big deal that you pass your Mark and Mastery. I'll, like, pass in, like, a couple of weeks. Um, and he's like, the only tricky part is I can't summon my Keyblade. He's like, it must be something with the wrist. And he, like, puts his hand out, and it's the first time he summons his Keyblade. It's a cool moment. Um, it's really cute. So, the end of it is, Yensid tells Sora, look, you're going to need to train more because you're going to be going up against Xehanort, and he's, a sh he's more powerful than ever before, and he's only going to get more powerful than he is now. Um, so go out to the Colosseum, go meet up with Hercules. He knows what it's like to lose your power and build yourself up again, because now you're going to have to, because you got taken over by Xehanort. And Sora sets off. Uh, meanwhile, he tells um, Riku and Mickey, hey, you guys got to go to the Realm of Darkness to go uh, save Aqua, because we finally figured out a way to travel to the Realm of Darkness without getting taken over and, like, have a safe way back. So you guys set off. So that's what they're off doing. They're going to go save Aqua. Meanwhile, he tells um, Kyrie and Lee, you guys are also going to be uh, part of the Seven People of Light, so I'm just going to have you guys train your fucking asses off on those Keyblades so that you guys are ready. So that's what they're doing. And that's where we're at. Kingdom Hearts 3 is just starting off with Sora going to the Coliseum, and the whole goal is to stop Xehanort from forming the Keyblade, and all these other Xehanorts, and I, I think my brain's broken. So one of the things that I spoke to my uh, coworker about was mm -hmm. actually, let me see if I can get my brain back on it. Um, my brain's broken. 
uh, Riku's on the path of Twilight now, right? Yes! That's what he, he actually says that, I think, in Dream Drop Distance. Because um, he's no longer, he can't actually be taken over by the darkness anymore, because, like, he's, like, so fucking over it, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, yeah, I fucked up before in with light, and, like, yeah, I'll never, ma- I'll maybe never be able to, like, be... 100% worthy of the Keyblade, but, like, he's like, I've made peace with it, and, like, the Keyblade accepts me now, and, like, obviously I can always, like, I can always change and be a better person. And he's like, I don't walk the path of light or darkness, I walk the path of twilight. So, like, he's in the between. And there's another path, right? Uh, Dawn, maybe? I think I so. Imagine. I think that's So, it. the kind of loose theory I had, which, you know, it's very loose theory. It'll be, it'll, it'll either be denied or confirmed uh, in 19 days. You're so right. <laughs> um, is basically just that, because there's been a lot of connections, a lot of mirroring and everything. Like, obviously, there's mirroring with Kairi and Aqua with mm. magic. There's mirroring with uh, Terra and Riku with falling to the darkness there's and also, strength. There's also now that mirroring with uh, Terra and Sora. I mean, yeah, Sora was almost the thing taken that over I was, too, so. The thing that I was going to lead with, or going to kind of end with, was um, there's now mirroring with Riku and Aqua mm-hmm. with the Mark of Mastery and succeeding. Yeah. Um, so one of my kind of theories has been if Riku, like... Obviously, Sora has to be the one to, like, help Aqua come back and everything. But if Riku's the one that sort of acclimates her to acknowledging that she's that she had fallen to her darkness mm-hmm. and helps her walk the path of Dawn mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, I mean... Because it's a place that he's been. And, of course, like, Tara, if... If Terra comes back, which I hope he does, um, there's a chance that like he'd be able to help. But I think it. I think Terra's a lot more likely to walk the path of Twilight, if anything. Yeah. Whereas it would make sense to me if Aqua ended up more in like the path of Dawn, and a sort of like. Because I think part of the thing that's going to happen is there's this whole thing with, um, you know, old guy whose name I refuse to say. Say it, Art. Uh-huh. Where he's like, you just need to accept and control your darkness. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but feel like this is going to ultimately come to that because we kind of see that with Riku. Yeah, it's almost like he is kind of in the right. Like, you do have to accept and control it, but it's he's thinking of it more in, like, a, like yeah, you're evil. Own it. Be evil. But like, he, He's thinking of it more as, like, you control your darkness. Like, yeah. you, like you just don't give in. You just use it, which yeah. isn't quite true. It's more so, it, it's, it's the name of the song, Face My Fears. You have to accept your fears and your darkness as part of who you are. That's never going to be fully gone. Always fall to darkness. Yeah. Um, Which is also something that the um, Dream Drop Distance actually... No, Rico got into with Sora. 
that he doesn't really know how to accept the fact that he is, like, that he's not a perfect person, like, that he has darkness in him. Like, he doesn't yeah. know how to accept, like, pain or suffering or anything. And he thinks I that mean, he's just got to get rid of it all when it's really about, like, making the best of it. kind of ties him to Vanitas if what I was remembering is true. Mm-hmm. About Vanitas trying to kind of kill his rage and everything. Yeah. Through the unversed and it only always just coming back at him. I also, um, there was a good thing that someone brought up. Because right now, uh, one of the last trailers that showed up, Raz, can you not be obnoxious? One of the last trailers that showed up was uh, for free that had basically everyone being ripped away from Sora and being flung every other direction. Oh, yeah. And Sora losing his fucking shit. Like, the worst we've seen, probably. And someone brought a good point up, which is Sora's always talking about his friends or his power, which is fine, except the way he puts it is that he doesn't have any strength himself. And that yeah, only and then... His friends. And people were bringing up that his friends more or less kind of yeah. say the same thing. Like, confirm it. And that it's really, like, he doesn't have any belief in himself, and that's a huge problem, because he needs to understand, like, yeah, his friends make him more powerful, but, like, he's also, like, got He's got his own stuff, too. Like, it's it's really sad, because they also, like, there's been a number of times where they've been like, well, the Keyblade never chose you. Like, it wasn't really. But it's like, and he'll always be like, yeah, you're right, but, like, you know... I've but as long of, as I have my friends beh- beside yeah. me. Yeah, and it's like, but Sora, the Keyblade did choose you. It's just you weren't its first choice. Like, you weren't second choice out of how many people in all the worlds. Like, yeah. Like, buddy, you're selling yourself short. <laughs> so. So there's one other thing that I did want to kind of bring up. Mm-hmm. Because it was brought up to me of... um. The chains pulling people away in the newest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the it chains was and brought up to me. Sorry. God, it was actually brought up to me that the chain might kind of match uh, Ericus's keyblade. Oh. The chains from him. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. I have a question for you. Yes. What do you think is going to be the ending for Kingdom Hearts 3? Do you think we're going to see a positive ending, or do you think it's going to end on a really bad note? I think, if anything, it's going to be a mixed bag. There's going to be a lot of heartbreak, a lot of things. I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if it kind of ends without ending, I guess. Yeah. Like a very, like, these people are alive they are not well, they are on the path. To healing. To healing. That's why yeah. That's why I really kind of hope they bring back the whole Path of Twilight, Path of Dawn thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's a good way to show, like, there's an amount of darkness with the dawn, and it is healing yeah. from that. There's an amount of darkness with Twilight. It is more of a balance kind of thing. Well, um, that's all I have to say about Kingdom Hearts. Do you have any other questions? Anything I need to clarify? for you. I don't think so. I think I mentioned most of the things. If I think about it, I can always just throw it at your brother. That's fair. 
Well, yeah. um, I'm good. You're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is still a mess. Yep, but it's good. It's a good mess. You know what? I always say it's like a soap opera, and I think that's the best way to put it. Um, God, I love soap operas. I'm Gail. And I'm Coney. And that was everything but the kitchen sink. And tune in for whatever happens next time, because we don't know yet. Oh, fuck if I know.